3: Play the game. Uh, this is the last play of the game. And I can't believe this. Before this, I'm seeing a catch. That, uh, they call pass interference on that? I swear to God, refs. You guys in your f- All right. All right. There's a minute left in this game. Maybe we could be on the right side of a comeback here. Maybe the Rams can score now. There's a minute and five left. 24-20. All right, so some system just crashed. I just saw something pop up. Alright, we're back. Uh well, we are never really gone, but <laughs> this thing's like a spaceship. I saw something pop up. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> I look and it says system crashed. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. What system? My system? Your system? Whose system? I get damn right the systems are crashing. Man, it's a pile of crap. That's what this is. Like, I mean, wow. You talk, talk about Bad Beat Central. We did crush baseball tonight for the most part. Uh, I think we would have swept the board. Uh, We would have swept the board, except we laid the run and a half with the Los Angeles Dodgers. (laughs) And it was one of the rare nights where they won by one run. Because, of course, they did. It's not the Friday Night Freak Show. It's the Friday Night F-Job Show. That's what this is. All right. We we did win some, but we've been on a nice roll. I thought I thought we were in line for a couple of dime night tonight. I was like, you know what? I'm going to really murder this stuff again. And I'm getting screwed over in the last minute all the time. Saskatchewan's offense sucked. I think the Rams could score, though. You know, I'm, I'm holding out hope. They've got to go to length of the field. See, there's a penalty right there. Good. See, I wouldn't have called that, but I've got the Rams. So they basically just called uh, the Texans for like a late hit. They smoked uh, the wide receiver, but it's football. But whatever. Thing is, we bitch about these referees, but the referees are being watched in the preseason right like their assignments count and stuff these guys like they can't act like they can't tell their boss after well you know I let this guy get hit and I let him get hit and I let that happen and I didn't call that pass off (laughs) because it was just a preseason it's like no man you gotta call it right Oh, yeah, the late-night anger management class. It's the late-night anger management stress job special. We're getting screwed over the last second of these preseason games, and now the Rams are about to lose to the Houston Texans. They were up. The Texans just scored a miraculous touchdown. There's about 35 seconds left in this game. It would really take a miracle for the Rams to pull this off, and it's going to be incredibly frustrating because we just went from winning the Rams and the under to losing um, the Rams and the under. Score five went from 2-0. 0-2 0-2 oh, in this game. Man, what a, it's, it's a cold world. It's a cold world across the board, man. We, took, we laid the run and a half at the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers win the baseball game, but I think this is only like the sixth time this year uh, that they actually won the game, but only won the game by one run. As uh, we we'd like to say, it's a cold world, 2.0. I don't know. It's one of these nights. At least all the bad beats are coming in one night. Oh, I don't like bad beat, but bad luck. Just whatever it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we we had a lot of wins too tonight. So, I'm just frustrated on the way out here. I look like Sean McVay does right now. Like, just like he wants to punch something. (laughs) I don't know if Sean McVay's upset they're about to lose the game or Sean McVay just wants to leave. I think Sean McVay is thinking about, God, there's a lot of traffic outside this stadium when I got to get out of here. That's the one benefit, though. Uh, They they leave about an hour and a half after, so it does clear out. Because that would really suck, wouldn't it? Think about that with the Dodger players sometimes. Like, so what, you you lose to the Giants and you're stuck in traffic for two hours after the game? Come on, Perkins. Give me a miracle. I need a hero. All right, speaking of heroes, Tony Finn. Tony Finn's going to step up and in and join us. Uh, Wager Talk, Area 51. We'll talk Major League Baseball. We'll see what Tony has to say about the NFL preseason. If anything, college football countdown to kickoff is on. Next Friday night, we'll be breaking down Week 0, college football, Hawaii, and Vanderbilt. Uh, Next Saturday night, we've got Jeff Reinbold. Jeff Reinbold, of course, was a former assistant with June Jones uh, in the glory days uh, when they won a dozen football games. And uh, went to the Sugar Bowl. He was also a Coach Jones at SMU and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. But uh, Coach Rybolt, player, uh, player personnel development director, right now. We talk Hawaii football. We talk Major League Baseball and more. UFC. This is Sportrade. Bring it.
4: and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
0: Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right...
1: But I, I,
3: I, want to, I almost want to cry. Uh, not quite, but almost. So we're on the Rams, plus two and a half. We're on the under, 2017. There's two minutes left. The Texans throw like a whatever. They, they have a bunch of miracle catches. Good job by these kids trying to make the team. These guys are making catches left and right. Some guy gets like he tiptoes in the end zone. He makes the catch. I'm holding up. I'm like, all right, maybe maybe Perkins can get a Hail Mary here or something. They actually do. There's like third twenty seconds left. He throws it up from like the forty-five yard line. It's caught at like the twenty or so. I think it was McCutcheon. Kid catches it, takes off, starts running towards the end zone. I'm like, oh my god, is he gonna get in? No, he fumbled the ball. <laughs> it's like, it's a great, job. Like, you know you made a great job like this the first step kid great job great catch man you might you might make the special teams now <laughs> it's like then he fumbled it and then the game ended because the ball got kicked around and the clock kept ticking and stuff I personally think he was down I think he was down but they didn't review it because they only review something if it's going to make me lose oh uh, what a son of a <laughs> all right it is what it is let's bring in tony finn to uh make us all feel better mr tony finn uh, yeah. <laughs> what's <Yeah>. up tony
5: <laughs> no doctor feel good <laughs> doctor well, feel I'm, good i don't i don't think i'm capable of that i might make you i might make you say you know have some pity and be embarrassed that that i might say some of the stuff i say <laughs> yeah, that's friday. true every day's friday i'm happy
3: so listen i appreciate i thought teddy's barbecue was last night didn't teddy have a party last night or was it tonight no, it was tonight. it was a two-day
5: was tonight yeah it was tonight and teddy called me you know mid-afternoon and said tony i, uh, I need your help and i said what do you need teddy and so he told me what he needed and i said well teddy uh party starts in about an hour you're about 40 minutes from me it's rush hour it might take me fit. Uh, i went and i got it done and uh the party was of success as always this time he catered it so Um, it was, it was crowded, a lot of people, a lot of famous people, people that you would either like to give a kiss to or punch in the mouth, that kind of thing, fun, fun stuff.
3: Yeah, you notice I wasn't there, so. <laughs>
5: well, I, I wish you wasn't. I was invited, I like
3: the host. <laughs> i <Yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I might have pushed a couple of people in the pool. <laughs> Some, <yeah. laughs> uh, does Teddy still live? He does, I've been to his house and like, I remember it's way out there too, right? Like, it's like. Yes, it's in California. Yeah. That's what yeah, I Yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I was like, yeah. I busted his balls. I was like, Yeah, oh, thanks Teddy, but I was like, man, it took me forever. Bro.
1: Like, I was like, you
3: know, I <laughs> exactly. It's like at the end, I told him, yeah. I said it's the, his street looks like that that TV show, The Desperate Housewives. You know what I mean? It's like there's yeah. literally white picket yeah. fences and like sort of it's all pristine. I'm like, man, and this is like right out of a TV house, set.
5: Behind yeah. his house? Behind, oh, but there's like these huge Scott, uh, condos or whatever. Uh, you now, if you look to the right of his house, because he's on the end of that street there, you're right. But up, up It goes way up, probably about... uh Guess in about 30, 40 stories, 30, 40 feet. And then well, really? A- they weren't there when I was there years ago. Yeah. well, They're there now, and they look down on you. It's like, man, you know what? Don't piss anybody off up there. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, So Maybe you're telling
3: either. me so. In other words, people are looking from their balcony. They can see his backyard oh. and stuff, right? Oh,
5: look at this. <laughs> you know, if you got skylights, they can see in the sun,
3: you know? <laughs> you, know my, uh, you, want, you want viewing. You want viewing. My balcony, Tony, was uh, yeah. on Sahara and las vegas boulevard overlooking naked city so my view the allure is <laughs> name of a condo nice condo it's a great building um uh-huh. i recommend it uh the, the the street's better than it was too right it's it's a little more like it was yeah. worse like was they, there there there's more yeah there's more businesses now at least right like on yeah. that corner now it used to just be the world's greatest gift shop and like but yeah you should have oh, seen the things saw the i saw on the vegas. other side
5: it's still right there. I was there yesterday. I had somebody call me to pick them up. they were stranded and by well, the, the world. <laughs>
3: I mean, you're done. like you're like MacGyver. Huh? People in Vegas. They, Teddy called yeah. you because he needed something. <laughs> you just said somebody else <laughs> called you because they were what they were lost yeah. and worried in Vegas. I'm outside the world's biggest gift shop. Okay, yeah, I'll come pick you up. That area.
5: You're right. Listen, that area now. Uh, Gabe, you know the, well, it's down by the Strat, which is now owned by Golden Entertainment, which is not. Listen, it's not where you would want to, uh, you know, let your four-year-old run around without uh, without Teflon on. So that's just no. what it is.
3: No, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I lived in Vegas uh, on and off for like four years, but yeah, and you know, you added up whatever in in a four-year yeah. range, and there was only two times that i was ever like oh boy this this might not end well it was there outside the strat (laughs) in the back area which is my fault for going out there you know what i'm saying yeah yeah people used to say don't go why are you going and walking the back like that through naked city right Right. because i said i live in the condo there bro and i said i'm not gonna walk around because i'm scared of a bunch of crackheads and stuff right yeah yeah, sometimes, bro, <laughs> it's a better choice to walk yeah. around, because on the strip well, there's I'll
5: cops you... and stuff, right? It's and there's people. Yeah. You're fine though. You're fine. You just take. Listen, always carry a little crack with you. Just throw a little bit as you're <laughs> around. you walk. <guys> <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Like dog. <laughs> <laughs> here's like a dog with a steak. Yeah, here's a steak to the dog. <laughs> I used to have a lot of money on me back there. Sometimes <laughs> I'd leave and then then I realized, yeah. all right, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then I just realized, I right, stop going there. You'd be better off. But uh, <laughs> that's enough. Another story, uh, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's another story. So yeah, bad I bad Your beats. buddy was in town tonight.
5: Who's buddy was in town tonight? Which one? Um, you, know, um, you do a show with him, and he liked you. And uh, he was he just was tweeting and saying, um, you know, Who, Carmine I Who? Carmine oh, no, Bianco? No no, 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 no. Oh no! Who has the largest uh, podcast, sports podcast in the world? I don't know. <laughs> it's an okay. opening. Bill Simmons, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Uh, you no, know, Joe Rogan does have the largest. His, I think he has the largest podcast. I don't. His isn't necessarily strictly. No, sports. it's not sports.
3: It's not sports at all. It used to be. It used to be an MMA podcast. He used to have people on from the MMA world, right? And he'd talk about fighting, but smoke weed and sort of. And then it sort of ventured into, you know, conspiracies and the nut job that he's turned into.
5: Well, yeah, Uh, he's pretty, he's pretty, he is pretty to the right, you know, um, yeah. In fact, I knew he was going to move his pod. He, I'm, I have a buddy who's a good friend of his, loves him, loves him to death, and and he said he was moving out of Cali. He was going to move his podcast to Texas, which tells you politically. <laughs> yes. that's, that's speaking he's, to something there. He's
3: one of those guys that like. Uh... I'm not, people say that I'm, I'm I've leaned to the right, but I'm not right But I think DeSantis would be a great president But I'm not right <laughs> you know what I mean? oh, He's like, He drops right? those lines Like, I, you know, I'm not right And he'll drop this thing But, you know, it's like, alright, Joe, whatever like, like you said, like uh, I got no beef, whatever, listen to him if you like No, him. If you don't, yeah. you don't know, that, That's my, beef, that's that's my right. deal with people uh, I agree I just think 100%. it's funny people take what he says seriously About real things, like like, I, I told people this years ago, I said, once he, stops ta- once he stops talking about arm bars and real life stuff, I tune him out. If he's going to talk about a fighting or something, I'll listen to him. But uh, yeah. other than that, it's like, yeah, okay. But he doesn't listen to me either, and he makes more money than, uh, than I do. So, uh, it well, is he, what it
5: is. He makes a chunk of change, I think. He does. You're right. Yeah, hundred mil. A good chunk. Right. Uh, uh, so, so, let me ask you, though. Uh, so, I know. So, everyone was there.
3: So, what? Uh, who was the podcaster? So, what? Drew Martin was there. My boy Merrill, right? You ran right into
5: Steve Merrill. He was. Merrill was there. Drew was there. Uh, Carmine. Everybody. Everybody yeah. was in town. Johnny wasn't. Uh, Johnny Detroit didn't make it quite yet. But uh, um, but he will be there for tomorrow. And, and uh, as, as I've always said, in our business, Gabe, and you know this, you can – you can make the world happy one night, then you're, you know, a hero, then you're a zero the next night. So I, yeah. you know, uh, I'll, I'll send you some pictures tomorrow, but I bought the death pond to wear to the party. I didn't expect it, but, you know, uh, and it meets 2,500 people.
3: You know what I and say? People. It's like you said, Tony. Totally. Like, some days you're in statue, some days you're the bird. Yeah. It's a, little, yeah it's a cold world.
5: world. <laughs> I, get it.
2: I get it.
0: Al Gore and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling, the collide of football pads
2: Halfback, back to center, back to wing, back to center. Center, hold it, hold it, hold it. I can't bear
5: this any longer. I'm leaving.
3: You can't leave yet. This is portraiture, I The friends the players, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. I don't know how the hell I didn't have a winning night tonight, but I didn't. I tell you how I didn't because of all these stupid bad beats all night. It's just one of those nights tonight. And that is... I'm pretty good with it, but. What are you gonna do? All three NFL preseason games I lost in the last minute. So, like I said, going to the break. Some days you're the statue. Some days you're the uh, you're the pigeon. Today we were the uh, the statue. Tony Finn, kick it with us uh, here right now. Uh, Tony, I'm just loading up my um, my pending plays, my future my future wagers here. Uh, I'm looking here for tomorrow. All right. What's that?
5: I said you're already loaded up in the NFL
3: tomorrow. already big game no. tomorrow. No, I haven't nope. yet. No, no. Do you like anything okay. tomorrow? What catches your eye? Well,
5: I do like a few things tomorrow. I like. Uh, I, I think we spoke a little bit. Was it, I don't know if you spoke to or not. I like the. I like Buffalo and and um, Denver under the forty-two. Um, you know I what? I'm, I think that's way, that. way too high. Yeah, I mean, I, I lost
3: last week. I see. took the under in the Bills in the, in the Colts game, and it kind of opened up yeah. a little bit. I think the spread's too high. Personally, I don't see why the Bills should be laying six points in this game.
5: No, I don't. I don't either. But uh, it's Denver's going to do what they did. You know, listen. Big difference. There's a big difference between even preseason who Dallas is and who and who Buffalo is. However. This Denver team is still carrying a little – they're carrying a chip on the shoulder defensively. They're a pretty good defensive team. And, and they're, you know, everyone's hoping that that Russell can, can check into this offense and, and check out, you know, the fourth quarter with no time left on the clock and they're winners. A lot of – even McAfee, I was, I was listening the other day, you guys and McAfee thought Denver might win this division. Anyone can win this division. Um, I'm not certain the Raiders can, but a lot of people believe they can. So – I'm the I think Jordan they can. Chiefs, Broncos. You didn't think so too? I think the no.
3: I think the Raiders can win the division. I think okay. they're like. I, I yeah. think the Raiders have. You know, we have to give Kansas City the benefit of the doubt that the Chiefs are still the best yeah. team in the division until they're not. They are right. But with that being said, put it this way: like I don't think there should be such a drop off that the Chargers are plus two forty, the Broncos are plus two sixty, and the Raiders are seven to one. Like I could leave, I think the Raiders should be all right, plus three hundred. Then, like I don't think that the Chargers and the Broncos are that ahead of the Raiders. And in fact, I don't think the Chargers are ahead of the Raiders. The Chargers are always projected to be great, but they're never. They never are, yeah. right? Well, we just saw them play that, Tony yeah. with a spot in the playoffs on the line last year. Who won the game? The yep. Raiders did.
5: Yes, they did. Now, that said, that's. Uh, I think that's the. I think that's the reason that there's a. There's a separation from, you know, a quarterback that's won a Super Bowl and been to three AFC yeah. Championship games compared to a guy who hasn't. So, there you go.
3: Well, you got – look, it's a good point. Listen, you got two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in this division now, right? That's so You right. got Patrick yep. Mahomes. You got Russell Wilson. You got the golden boy, Justin Herbert, that everybody loves so much. And then you get Derek Carr, yep. who's put up good numbers, but people are critical <laughs> of, right? Like, yes. and it's just a weird – yeah, it's a weird, weird thing – I just think the Raiders are in the mix. I think the Raiders are in the mix. And I think they're a play on team. And in fact, we'll get back to the preseason, but yeah. Yeah, we're, we're right back at it. And I tell you, Tony, I'll, you know, let me load this up here, actually, and see, get some Go facts here. But it's not the top of my head, bro. And I know personally, because mm-hmm. I've seen the Raiders beat the Chargers in San Diego, right? Like, yeah. the Raiders generally beat these guys, bro. And it doesn't almost matter the records. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. another thing is, too, um, L.A. is a Raider town more than a Charger town. It's oh, more than a Ram that, town. The yeah, Raiders are still I, more popular than the Rams are. Let's be
5: real. Well, I went to a lot of Chargers games when they were playing there. At, at that time, it was StubHub, you know, the little soccer stadium um, waiting for – Oh, oh you, so, you, were, you were going <laughs> – yeah. yeah. You were, yeah, well, you you we were going up there really Carson. The yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get great seats, and um, we'd go see we'd see good games. Chiefs, Chargers. We'd see Chargers play, the, and it was you know a three-hour drive for us. We'd take a little road trip and have some fun, right? And uh, I like SoFi, but there was no home field advantage in SoFi because there was more visiting fans, and, and visitors in the fan in the stands than there were Chargers fans. That was kind of when they're pissed. They're pissed that they left San Diego to come to L.A. And now you're right. It doesn't matter who's playing. At SoFi, if if it's not even if it's not the Raiders, um, there's still an awful lot of visitors in the stands, much like it is here uh, here in Vegas. You know, half the stadium can be full of people who want to fly into Las Vegas and see their football team play, and of course, drink and gamble a little bit.
3: Yeah, it's actually almost ironic, actually, because the Raiders have had this sort of Raider Nation advantage everywhere and suddenly they're getting screwed over in their own stadium because people are like, oh, you know what? We're going to come take your stadium over now because we want to come here in the wintertime, right? But the Raiders are a fascinating franchise, Tony, and to me, in the sense that they're kind of the only team that can move from city to city every 10, 15, 20 years and still be popular in the city they left. You know what I mean? Like it's almost it's at almost a point where it's like – You don't even really think of a city with the Raiders. It's just like they're the West Coast Raiders. You know what I'm saying? California, Nevada, that's their territory. (laughs) That's the way I kind of look at it. Because, look, listen, people in Oakland are a little pissed, but they are pretty still, they are pretty devoted, even though they got shoved around and screwed around all the time. When I lived in Los Angeles in here, when I used to go see Bo Jackson and stuff like that, Dude, Al Davis used to take money from everyone all the time. We're going to move to Oxnard. We're going to move to here. Like, you remember, he used, to, yeah. he used to threaten to move all the time. Then they're going back to Oakland, and into Vegas, and they still have all these fans everywhere they go still. You know, it's a massive brand. I think people are sleeping on it. I love the acquisition. I think the Raiders are a good football team. I think they're a better football team than people are giving them credit for. And so out of the well, gate here, I like yeah. them plus the points. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm going to take them in week one against the Los Angeles Chargers. And, in fact, um, the, so the, the Raiders, it's four of the last six that they've covered, but um, I think they're going to play with them. Let, I send, the, the, the Chargers need to prove it to me before I'm going to anoint these guys.
5: Well, let's put it this way. If I would agree with you 100%, if if Al was still alive running this team, I would agree with you 100%. Uh, but it's been, you know, outside of last year, how far do we have to go back before the Raiders uh, win the playoffs? I think we had to go back to 2002. Stupid, right now. and I maybe I might be wrong, but I thought they ended up like a 14-year drought um, in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And then, of course, again, there's last been year, some.
3: Yeah, there's been some, you know, we can go back. Listen, if you want to look at the negatives, but the negatives aren't about this football team that's on the field this year. No. The negatives to me would be that Mike Mayock has screwed up the draft massively. Oh, yes. And it's amazing they're as good as they are, Tony, when you consider – like, dude, like they've wasted second-round picks, third-round picks, first-round picks. Guys have killed people. Guys have gotten arrested. Like, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, supposed yeah. to be this big character guy, Mayock, and you screw up the like. Basically, you either drafts bad kids that do stupid things or bad players. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't like, understand. The that. draft has been a disaster it. for him.
5: I couldn't agree more. I think, but you, you're, you're helping me make my point a little bit. And the fact is that <laughs> I don't think Al Davis ever puts Mayock in that position. You know what I'm saying? But his son did. So there we go. Yeah, okay. But
3: at the same point in time, they still made the playoffs with an interim special teams guy. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? They battled through. They showed a ton of heart. They lost. We Say what you will about Rugs, but he opened up the field for everybody. Waller was hurt all the time. Dude, if you look at their offense, Tony. All right, the offensive line is somewhat of a concern. It's not a great O line. I get that. It's it's an average offensive line. Like if they're average, they'll you know they'll take that. It's not a great offensive line. I'll give you that. The skill position players very impressive. Now, you got Hunter Renfro in the slot, Waller, tight end, going over the middle, Devontae Adams going deep. Devontae Adams, and I don't need to tell Tony this, but just everyone knows he you know, he played with David uh, with Carr uh, at Fresno Prism, State. Prism. Right. So they got a great chemistry. They're good friends as well. Like they're buddies. It's not just they play together, they're actually good friends. They're buddies. They got a chemistry. Defensively, they got a good defensive line, Tony. We know Crosby's a baller. They bring in Chandler yeah. Jones. The secondary, I think, could be better. But you know, everyone's going to have a little bit of a weakness here and there. I think you can throw on the Raiders because they, they rely on getting pressure on the quarterback. So they're not a perfect football team, but I think they're capable of being a double-digit win team, Tony.
5: Okay. Um, I, I don't know if, if you would agree with this. I'll just throw so I think that they're always going to be at a disadvantage. I I don't ever think they're going to have a – a home field advantage here, um, and so is that a disadvantage? Maybe during the regular season, if they if they can spot themselves enough wins and, and get a seed that's high enough, that's that um, you know that If they, they start win winning,
3: though, two. I get it. If they start winning, though locals will go to the games more but the problem well, is the, games. We'll the problem the games, is though with. the ticket prices are insane like that's correct there yeah, you go like it's insane so i think they won't yeah. go actually like why would you pay seven hundred dollars <laughs> if you're a local <laughs> to see your team like come on you yeah. know what i mean like i understand oh, yeah. if you're a philadelphia eagle fan and it's once every four years it's like all right they play in vegas once every four years it's gonna cost us 550 bucks to get in okay fine yeah. You live on Sahara and Decatur. It's like what? You want me to pay yeah. $600 to get in? Like as That's if, no right? Track. Yes. <laughs> or a lot of craps money, crack or craps right. money. Yeah, that's correct. That's a lot of slot. That's, right. that's a lot of penny slots.
5: It's a lot of slots. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is here. You know, it. They're gonna have to shake some dough. And one of those is that they can't win a big game anymore. Carr car can't win a big game. We'll see. I I tell like you what I do like about the Raiders. What I do like about the Raiders in this division. I think they're going to play two overs. So I think this is one team. High on scoring game. More on the other side. Yes, sir. Hold on, Finn. Yes, sir.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America,
4: BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing
0: in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president?
1: Give yourself a cry about you, loser. You can't catch a football.
4: Let's see if you can catch a rock.
3: Oh, yeah. Late night anger management class. That's how I feel. We're waiting at McCarron. <laughs> We're waiting at McCarron. Throwing rocks at the players. Coming back. <laughs> hey, Devontae Adams can't catch a football? But I think He can. I think you can, Tony. Tony Finn, kick with us. I want to get some baseball uh, with you, Tony. But as long as we're talking NFL right. here, uh, I, right. I I popped up week one of the regular season. So I don't. Let's let's backtrack. We'll go back to the preseason uh, here uh, tomorrow. So these are the numbers. I'll I'll throw it out here. And then we you can talk about a game if you want. You talked about uh, the the total in the Buffalo Denver game, but one o'clock Eastern, Detroit Lions minus three against the Indianapolis Colts. Total is right. thirty eight and a half. Denver Broncos get six points in Buffalo at 1 o'clock Eastern, over-under 42. 4 o'clock Eastern, Washington Commanders, plus 5.5 against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Commanders could be live dogs here, Uh, over-under 44. Las Vegas Raiders, minus one against the Miami Dolphins on the road in Miami, over-under 40.5. It's got to be catching up to the Raiders right now, all this football that they've been playing. Uh, Tampa Bay and Tennessee. Tennessee Titans minus three total 38. Pittsburgh Steelers at Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus two and a half total 41 and a half. San Francisco 49ers get four and a half at Minnesota tomorrow night over under 39 and a half. And the Dallas Cowboys are plus three at SoFi against the Chargers over under 37 and a
5: half. What do you think about Saturday's slate, Tony? Well, I don't think Trey Lance is going to play, so if, if I'm on Minnesota in that game. I like Minnesota in the game. Um, They're a team that has a lot to prove still, a lot of players to prove still. I don't, I would fade Cincinnati again. I I just don't think this team is ready to play. I don't think they care about showing one thing during the preseason. I faded them in in, in the last week and and was an easy winner in that game. I thought one of the easiest winners of the week. And the other game I might have some interest in, and I do have some interest in, is the that I would agree with you. I, I listen. I think that you're going to have a Washington Commanders team that's going to be basically playing hard against a Kansas City team that will be pretty good the first half. I wouldn't. I would consider the Kansas City in the first half and then Commanders for the game simply because you're going to see a little bit of Patrick Mahomes. You're going to see some Travis Kelsey, and those guys. Uh, Mahomes was pretty looked pretty good. That offense looked really good the first. Series. He only played one series last week. That those are the games I'm really interested in. Maybe Miami too. I mean, listen, uh, that's a. If it comes to preseason, typically I'm taking points. Gabe, I'm taking points. A team that's three and a half favored, three and a half or more. The three and a half to five, three and a half to six, for instance. Those teams win more than they lose. Uh, between if you're a plus to plus one to plus three, uh, you're winning more than you're losing. If you if you follow trends, you're blindly playing those and. Today, the Patriots, as moved really hard and heavy, you know, they open a minus one or open up a, a dog at one point. They end up closing minus six. Minus six is a rare, rare number in preseason over the last, I think, half decade or decade. One and six, those teams, they'd win. Win 80% of the time, but one and six against the spread. The Patriots covered against the numbers. Yeah, number barely. But yeah, because they got a safety-slash-touchdown
3: right. exactly right. in the end zone with a minute left, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, that's right. That's correct. <laughs> but it happened. So, you're I mean, right. It, it happened.
5: That's
3: right. Yeah, no, let uh, me I, tell you, though, Tony, I, I, about the Raiders here, yeah, though, no. tomorrow. I was going to say, yeah, listen, like you're over. in Vegas, so I don't know how much you're soaking it up, but we we, you know, we had Vinnie Bonson, you're on. We have him on the show. And, sure. you know, they're, they're, everybody is sort of staying true to, to, to what they said. Like, San Francisco... Went on record. Shannon went on record sort of last week, a week and a half ago, with the plan kind of that, you know, yeah, games one and game three. The game two, it's more about the um, the the inter-squad scrimmage all week with the Vikings than it is the game, right? That's right. And we see that now with the Raiders. Look, bro, they played the Hall of Fame game. Then last yeah. week, they're in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think it's it's starting to catch up here a little bit. Uh, Not in Minnesota. They play Minnesota. Excuse me. They play Minnesota. So, last week, they play Minnesota. Now, again, so they play that game on a Sunday, too, Tony, right? It was Sunday afternoon, that game. They play on a Sunday. Now, it's a short week. They got to go to Miami. And then they have the – this isn't the dress rehearsal game for them. Next week is – I can see the Raiders really being flat tomorrow night.
5: I agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, especially – one of the reasons I played under yesterday, I played under, I only played in the first half. I think I heard you talking. I was kind of doing some driving around and listening to you. Uh, and you had game under, and you were forced to win that when they got down to the two yard line, Seattle did, and, and couldn't put it, punch it in, right? Um, I had the under first half in that game, and all I know it was 0 0. All of a sudden I look at it, was 10 brutal, and I thought... Oh, the fumble at right. the end, yeah. <laughs> but it was 17 10. It still came under the 20 and a half I had, see? Um, but but I liked it because of what you just said, and it was a short week, and in short weeks it's seventeen nothing it was, not, right? Coaches will not play those starters too too long on short weeks. They're not prepared. They just don't do it. You saw that. You saw it yesterday. And I agree with you on this Miami. I think it's a flat spot for them. We know that we know there's competition, a lot more competition in Miami than there is in Las Vegas as far as starting eleven on both sides of football
3: yeah there's a hell of a lot less pain too having to travel and everything That's right correct. like having to travel now so think guys they went to um, they went to Canton, Ohio for the Hall of Fame game, then back to Nevada yeah. the hot practices. Um, yeah. Then you know, all right, they play the Vikings now. Short week, boom, they get the Dolphins, and now they they play on Friday again against the Patriots. So that'll yeah. be that'll be the one. I think to, I think I like this tomorrow. I like it, and we saw Skyler Thompson was impressive last week as well. Um, mm-hmm. So he can he can handle himself on the field for uh, the Miami Dolphins. I think that's a pretty good spot, and. You know, what about the Pittsburgh Steelers, too? Jacksonville really haven't showed anything in the preseason ever before, Tony, and Pittsburgh still has that healthy, uh, you know, rotation going here.
5: Peterson's not going. You know, Peterson, if Peterson was a first-time year, head, a first time head coach, that would be different, too. But uh, he's been around the block. he's You know, he was under Andrew Reeves a long time. And then, of course, his time in the NFL East, and I don't see them showing. He's not going to show his cards. Uh, that Andrew Reeves never shows his cards, and he's not going to either. I agree with you. I don't think Jacksonville any
3: play playoff. Tony Finn, Wagertalk.com, joining us uh, from Las Vegas, uh, Nevada, Tampa Bay, and Tennessee. Uh, tomorrow, it's so Washington getting five and a five-and-a-half. The early action, let me just throw a couple of things at you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, The Buffalo Bills have now won nine straight preseason games. That's something that we should know. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so much talk yeah. about Baltimore all the time, right? Oh, Baltimore's won 21 in a row. It's like, yeah, you know what? B- Buffalo's actually won nine in a row. They haven't lost. They had two undefeated preseasons in a row, and then they won their last game before that, and now this year. So we're talking, it's like a little, you know, one of the years they didn't have a preseason, right? So... They're on a little run here as well where they haven't lost in, in the preseason. I just think six is a little ambitious, and I'm a big Josh Johnson fan, right? I mean, this guy's been in around leagues forever. Yep. He's a great guy to have on the field in a preseason situation late in a football game, and you're getting six with the Broncos, and this is come from a Bills fan. So, you know, I'm just about the underdogs here, Tony, you know. Denver plus the six, Washington plus the five-and-a-half, Dolphins plus one. On their home field, and then you get Tampa and uh, Tennessee and I gotta tell you it seems like it's been quite a disastrous camp for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and his Brady yeah. thing just keeps lingering not being talked about very much but where the hell is Tom Brady?
5: you gotta, you know if you're gonna deal with Brady at this point in time his career, you're gonna pay the piper so here you go uh, I, I don't I don't I have a very little pity for them and, and and I don't know what is going on but you probably know as much as anybody
3: and the, the, I, I don't know anything fine. either there's no leaks right I listen I get yeah, in the I benefit know. of the doubt and assume something's wrong with someone in his family cuz yeah. yeah. why else wouldn't he be there but now now it's gone from we'll see we'll see when we see type thing when he's back yeah like before it was so like don't no worry he says he's, he's going to be he's gone for a week like he's got to go deal with something he'll be back. Now like Bowles is in stop
5: asking me about it he'll be back when he's back type of thing. Well let me throw let me throw a scenario at you and and, and you know, I'll, I'd love to hear you say. Let's say let's say Tom Brady comes back and he's a little rusty and they don't do let's say the first four games they split, okay? What if this team is not what if they have struggled, have some injuries and in week 11 or 12 and Brady's dealing with something we don't know, but what if they're not what if they were 500 teams? Does Brady finish the season out Even
3: Well, I don't know. You know, I was very surprised last year that he sort of threw the team under the bus. Like, I, I was shocked that he went back to Tampa. I never thought he was retired. I was like, right. he's just tired of Tampa. Because remember, like, I don't know if you remember the quote, Tony, but they, it was during the Rams game, it was that weekend, and he yeah. told someone, I don't know how much longer I'll play, but I definitely want to win another Super Bowl. And he said, but I don't, I'm not sure this will be the place to do it. And I'm thinking, you said this on a Saturday before the Sunday playoff game,
5: right? Unbelievable.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then so I when remember. he was gone after, right? And then people said that he didn't like Arians, basically. That he wasn't a big right. Bruce Arians guy. And that Are even though gone? they won the Super Bowl, that he wasn't an Arians guy. And then coincidentally, Arians is gone and guess who comes back? Tom Brady. Yep. So then yep. you think, well, yep. maybe it's true. Whoa, maybe he really didn't like Arians. But now he's back, so I don't know. I said earlier in the week, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to make much of it, but I'd be remiss of me to ignore it as well, Tony, because it's starting to go on now, and now it's suddenly, he's not going to be back in a day or two type thing. So, I don't know what's going on here. Did he have a change of heart? Does he not like coaching staff? I don't believe this. He's Mm -hmm. calling people and telling them the sign. People are taking cheaper contracts, Tony, to play there.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Listen, I, I, I... I can't believe that he would be leaving all these so called friends or, or, you know. Yeah, he's uh, not that
3: type of guy that would be like, like, let's, you know, yelling at people one day in practice that they got to get their act together and then quitting the next day. But you said something that's important here. Their schedule is not easy, Tony, to start the season. No, it's not. Buccaneers no, it's not at not. Cowboys Sunday night season opener. Sunday night or September the 11th. Buccaneers at Saints divisional tilt. Um, you know, and oh yeah, by the way, the Saints own the Bucks even with Tom Brady. Um, yes, Pack- Packers at Bucks the next game. It's relentless. Chiefs at Buccaneers. That's their first four games. Yeah. Bucks at I Cowboys. Bucks at Saints. Packers at Bucks. Chiefs at Bucks. That's a tough month, yeah. bro. Yes,
5: it is. It is two and two is reasonable. In fact, I think two and two isn't horrible in the first four weeks for them. So, but are they, how different are they without Brady? I don't think that's. I think it's maybe a stupid question. But without Brady, uh, how many people have futures on this Bucks team right now that without Brady would probably? Uh, um, would that's be a very really good
3: point, up? Tony, that you just bring up actually right there that hasn't been discussed. So I think it's it's newsworthy that we do because their backup bro, is Blaine Gabbard. Yep. All right. So, you know what, Tony? I got in on it. It's one of the best bets i made. I got in on the Cleveland Browns that day when they announced Deshaun Watson yeah. six games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. nine and a half. Boom. I was like, I hit it. Yeah. I think we might be sleeping on a Utah Jazz play now. They're going to trade Donovan Mitchell. So, the total that's is yeah. a 31 and a half or whatever. They're going to trade him, Tony. Right? So, yeah. that's going to go down. But you just said something about the Bucs. I want to get their win total. It's pretty high, bro. And, like, what? Tom Brady doesn't come back. I I don't want to say that, speculate, but what if something happens? Whatever he's dealing with gets worse, and he says, "Guys, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I can't play right now. I've got to deal with this.
5: I can't play right now." Which who knows, right? Yeah, I think it was ten and a half, which is a signal to me as well. Maybe I'm wrong. Check that. I think it's ten and a half. That's eleven
3: and a half. Eleven and a half at FanDuel there you go so this is one of these deals where you take it you take the under and you're not hoping for any personal misery or anything but you know, there's a situation out there like if you're investing in stocks and you're hearing about we well, yeah, the ceo is going away and you might not come back then maybe you should think about like you know the situation we're just trying to stay on top of it. we're getting some baseball as well with tony bring it
4: producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash Can
0: you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee Governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, And Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads.
3: Shout out to Chris Holland, tuning in right now in uh, in Dallas. This is going to be at uh, that game, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Good to see, good to see. It. I want our, it good to see our guys get out and uh, get uh, get out to the stadium. It's tough, you know. We like to bet. That's the thing, right? You like to bet on the games and um, Sundays is tough. You go to a game, it takes you out of your routine. We're live. We're going to be live with Scotty Farrell every Sunday this this year. During the NFL games at one o'clock Eastern, uh, as well. So the one game, you know, you know, we'll see if I can go to more than one game this year. You know, we'll be at the Super Bowl again. Um, but um, the Rams and the Bills, the Thursday nighter. Yeah, you know, that's that's an epic game. Can't miss that game, right? That's just come on, it's the yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl okay. champions against the Buffalo Bills. I'm a lifelong Bills fan. They're raising the Super Bowl banner, season opener. It doesn't get better than that, Tony. I agree. Okay, um,
5: it's it's season opener. I don't care who, where you're at. Yeah, if you're in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> even if you're even if you're a commanders fan, or uh, you know, I, I I hope for better things for
3: them. <laughs> uh, maybe one day they'll play on a Thursday night uh, on 38 maybe. years or so when Snyder's long gone. uh yeah. you know, I love that opening stuff. You know, I was at. I used to go to the kickoff classic. I went to uh, one of the coolest games I was ever at, guys. Was the Tennessee Volunteers against the Colorado Buffaloes? (laughs) Wow! Yeah, remember? I don't know if you remember the game. It was a tie game. The Colorado Buffaloes were like the the national champions. They opened up the season in Anaheim, the kickoff classic at Anaheim, where the Angels play Angel Stadium against Andy Kelly and the Vols. I think it was 31-31 type of game. It was like a classic, epic. You know, the kickoff classic.
5: Who was the the quarterback for Colorado? You remember?
3: Darian Hagan. Okay. Wow. Okay. Really. Darian Hagan. Right. I didn't look this up. I was thinking, yeah, Darian. It was Darian Hagan. It was. It was. It was, yeah. it was. It was Charles Johnson, Darian Hagan, and then there was there was uh, Westbrook after, or not Westbrook, yeah. but uh, Westbrook wide receiver that era. Yes, yeah. With Cordell oh, yeah. Stewart, Andy Kelly Cordell. was the quarterback of the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> More with Tony on the other wow. side. Bring it.